everyone, it's your host Katie, and this is Tea on the Rocks. Happy Friday, or whatever day it is when you find yourself with my voice in your ears, you lucky things. So, of course, today is Friday, and I ordered a pop filter for my mic, and I'm hoping that she sounds a little bit clearer. Like, I don't think it's going to change anybody's lives, but um, I noticed in my first episode, there's just like, I mean, obviously you, you edit out so much, but I have a bad habit of ums and uhs and these weird little sounds before I say anything and it's just so unnecessary (laughs) and also I say you know what I mean a lot and I think it's such a Canadian thing to say I'm okay with hearing my own voice but when you have edited out the 40th you know or um it's it gets a little old so while the pop filter can't reduce my terrible speech patterns it can hopefully reduce ambient noise wind me moving in my chair that kind of thing so this episode is going to focus on some about me questions. You know, we've had our first episode and I've gotten some great feedback and thank you. You know, this is a new podcast. This again is my passion project. And if you want to tell me that you think it's great, please tell me. It means so much to me. (laughs) And If you want to tell me that it sucks and things that I can improve on, please tell me that too. I will take it all under advisement. So I just wanted to do a little bit of a get to know me episode. This one is probably going to be a little bit longer because I tend to ramble, which is a good thing if you have a podcast, but you know, I would listen to this one while you are driving in the car or doing a long walk. So a couple of things here. Um, We're going to do what I'm drinking. Uh, I am drinking Pinot Grigio. The Pinot Grigio is in celebration of me finally getting my poop in a group, as they say, and uploading this podcast and just we're celebrating. We're kicking it off. So Cheers to you guys. I'm going to take a little sip. Might edit it out. Might not. I've actually not really drank wine a lot in the last year because I do have some pelvic floor issues. And a side effect is that it's kind of like bladder irritation. And wine is really just like the worst thing that you could consume for that so I've been kind of like slowly reintroducing it like a glass here and a glass there I think I will never drink red wine I I, a nice light pinot grigio isn't gonna hurt anybody's feelings speaking of feelings can we discuss this week has been just I don't know I just feel so emotional and tired and just like my bandwidth for everything was so low in any case, yeah, the week kind of sucked a little bit, and but it's over now, and that's fine. 
overall, it's been not too busy for work. I just submitted a bunch of pieces off to different clients and my day job has been fine, kind of the same as it always is. And uh, I wanted to discuss my coffee recipe. So I want to put you on all of this. First of all, I know iced coffee season is headed out the door and spooky season is in. We get the pumpkin spice lattes, which by the way, I don't love pumpkin spice lattes. I like pumpkin spice, but I don't like the lattes. Lattes upset my stomach. I don't know what it is. Um, You know, if you're a millennial girl, you probably already have stomach issues, (laughs) but uh, the lattes, oof, no, the bloating is not a good scene. I like to make my own coffee at home. Of course, I do go to Starbucks at least two or three times a week, but I use iced coffee, the Starbucks cold brew that you can get at Walmart or Superstore. And I got a milk frother off of Amazon. It was $12, it's an ugly little thing and you have to get your own battery for it, AA battery. But you know, it works, it does the job and I'm not about to go spend like 150 bucks on a milk frother. So I think, you know, fine. So I, for my creamer, I often will just use the Atkins like vanilla shakes because I find they taste a lot like Starbucks's, Starbucks. Uh, They taste a lot like their vanilla cream cold brew. And that to me is premium flavor. I love the vanilla cream cold brew, but I personally don't love to, and you know, I don't really love talking about calories. Like that's kind of like, if you count calories, that's like, that's your private thing. I don't go around preaching about it. Um, But for me personally, personally, personally myself, I don't love to drink my calories and I'd like, you know, it to my, I'd like my coffee in the morning to have some protein in it. Cause I don't like, you know, your stomach's empty, but you don't really have an appetite and you don't, sometimes I don't really know what I'm going to eat next. So it's, you know, so I get those shakes and I froth them up. They, you know, they're high fat, right? Cause they're Atkins and they froth up really well. So I'll mix it in with a little bit of pumpkin pie spice that I got at the superstore or just plain cinnamon or I'll put another creamer in there just to give it a little extra flavor. Then I'll pour that on top of um, the the jar that I have my, my iced coffee sitting in. And it's super freaking good. I got some pumpkin puree at the Superstore yesterday and I am gonna try to froth my recipe with some pumpkin in it just to spice it up a little more. I also wanted to mention, I'm not a doctor, but of course I was talking about how you know, you've been, I've been emotional this week and it's just been very, I've been on PMS for at least 25 to 26 days. My cycle since I have gotten the vaccine, which by the go get vaccinated people, the go get vaccinated. But one of the side effects was a wonky cycle. And this has been kind of the most uh, messed up it's been since I got my second dose in July. And uh, the, the it's just like 26 days of PMS. Like that's not fun at all. So that was making me emotional too. So I was, I'm sure a delight to be around. Sorry, everyone who was in my general proximity. So switching gears a little bit, I wanna get into the questions. I really enjoy 
podcast content that has these little kind of get to know you questions, I think it tells me a lot about the podcaster and about the podcast itself and how they speak and just, I don't know, who doesn't love these kind of questions? It's just a good time. So let's get into it. What is your name? My name is Catherine Sharon Major. I go by Katie. Uh, I go by Katie most of the time. When I was younger, I went by it more. Now that I'm older, I'm 30 now, especially in my professional life, I do go by Catherine more. Because sometimes, like if you're emailing back and forth with someone and your name appears as Catherine, it's just honestly, to me, especially if it's gonna be kind of like a one-off job, it's just kind of too much effort to be like, hey, call me Katie. Like, I don't know, it just seems like too much. Next question, what is your big three? So by big three, I mean your astrological signs. So your, your, your big three would be your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So for me, my big three is uh, Sagittarius sun, Leo moon, and Gemini rising. So if you're into astrology, there's a lot to unpack there. Do I have any pets? I do have some pets. <laughs> Um, I have a pug named Pogo. He's nine years old and he was originally my partner's before we got together. So he's kind of like a stepchild, if you will. I love him so much. He's, you know, he's, he smells like a boot. He looks like a boot, um, but he's my boot. I also myself have a cat named Walter. Walter is eight years old and he is all white and he you know, he's a very loving kind of cuddly cat, but he also just like, he loves to knock the garbage over. He loves climbing on things. He acts like a kitten. Uh, speaking of kittens, we are getting a kitten and that will actually be the first pet that we will have adopted together in our four years together, my partner and I. We, it, it's his aunt who her cat had a litter of kittens recently. So we think that we're going to pick her up probably the first or second week of October. So we're pretty excited. We've got a lot of love to give. We love our pets and we do have a name picked out, but of course, like any good influencer, I can't release that quite yet. <laughs> Where do you live? I live in Fredericton, New Brunswick on the city's north side and we really like where we live. Uh, I lived, I've lived in Fredericton for as long as my whole family has. My dad was uh, moved out here for work in the early 90s and we've been here ever since. I have three brothers and two of my brothers have since moved out west. Myself and my youngest brother are here still. My youngest brother is going to university. My mom always says that I'm definitely a small city girl and I think she's right because I like how Fredericton, you can just, anywhere you wanna go, it takes like maximum 10 minutes. Here, next question. What do you do for a living? Well, I kinda answered that in the previous podcast, but I'll get a little bit into it. So I do have a day job, of course, as I've mentioned, but I don't think I'll talk too much about that just for privacy reasons and not even like, <laughs> I don't think that anybody's going to be uh, showing up at my workplace asking for an autograph as of, but it's just more, I don't know, I guess it's just private. 
I prefer that to be kind of separate. The, the industry is kind of a private nature. So, I mean, obviously, if you are one of my friends, family, or coworkers, you already know. So, you've got the tea on the rocks. <laughs> so, uh, but of course, I do have another job as well. And you know what? Honestly, I would consider both of the jobs to be full-time. Obviously, my day job is full-time. It's, you know, 8 to 4.30 every day. So obviously there's that. But my other job is basically content writing, uh, social media, digital marketing in varying degrees. I started in March of 2020 because I was laid off from my job due to COVID. And, you know, you have all this time on your hands, so why not? I absolutely love what I do. I love the people that I'm able to meet and the connections that I've made. And I honestly think that it's given me the confidence to do this podcast. And, you know, with podcasting, you, you do have to, you don't write out like a full script or anything like that, but you do write out a little outline. And it's good to kind of have that familiarity with with how you want things to sound and just content overall. I, I don't do creative writing, of course. It's very much like B2B and B2C content. Like if you're a marketing firm and you run a blog, I would be sort of that go-to person that could help you write your blogs and help you write your social media and just that kind of thing. They both, both of my jobs pay the bills. In terms of income, I would say, well, obviously with my day job, it's consistent, but with freelancing and content writing, you know, it depends because you're a freelancer. You know, some months it's kind of like some pocket change. And then some months it does get close to being like full-time earnings, like at a living wage. I am still surprised that this is even something that I do for money. <laughs> and I don't like using buzzy words like, you know, grateful and blessed and stuff like that. But when I do think about how far I've come and how much I've learned and how much I have yet to learn and experience, I am thankful that I've had, that I've been lucky enough to have this opportunity. Next question. Why did you start this podcast? I started this podcast because I was really tired of looking for podcasts that just kind of feature this easy lifestyle content. You know, that's not always easy. We do talk about mental health and caring for yourself and whatnot. But I found it was either a lot of people podcasting with a co-host, which, you know, I like it for, for when the mood is right. I do find that these episodes with a co-host can be very long. People get carried away and kind of deviate from the subject matter, which is fine. Everybody's podcast is their own. But for me, I was looking for something like this, like a solo situation, one-on-one -on -one with someone. And I thought to myself, I've been wanting to start a podcast for years. I'm finally in a place where I'm able to do it. Why don't I just do it? Why don't I just fill that void for myself? Do you know what I mean? They always say, you know, if you're creating something or doing content for a living, not that I do this podcast for a living, please. But they, they say that you, you should create the content that you would want to see yourself because that will connect you with the best community. 
you, you'll find like-minded people very easily. So that's kind of why I did this in a nutshell. Who knows what will come of it? Right now, this is a hobby. This is something I do for fun in my spare time, and I really like it. So I'm gonna keep producing them if you wanna keep listening to them. Oh, this is a funny one. I actually curated this list myself, but I haven't looked at it in a couple of days. What was the last text you sent? Gotta unlock my phone here. I texted my friend, Ryan, that I might have landed a large project. So, not too scandalous. What is the last photo in your camera roll? I took a screenshot. <laughs> I listened to a lot of like kind of, not classical, but just like kind of vibey instrumental music at work. And I took a screen cap of the song I was listening to to send it to my mom. And the screen cap is of Spotify and it's the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers soundtrack. And I was listening to the Even Star song. <laughs> And I sent that to my mother to be like, oh my goodness, look what came up on my Spotify radio just based on what I was listening to. So we had a little chortle about that. I love Lord of the Rings. We, my, my siblings and I, we used to, we rigged up this TV situation back in like 2005. My parents had a minivan and we would watch the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings. Even my little brother, my youngest brother is 12 years younger than me. And, you know, he'd be three years old watching the Lord of the Rings. Like, do you, okay, anybody else who's a Lord of the Rings fan, do you remember that hideous scene? And I think it was the Two Towers where, like, the Urukai are being born um, from this terrible, nauseating glob of whatever in the pits of wherever Saruman conducted his business operations. Yeah, I can't watch that scene anymore. It's too much. I get nauseous. But in any case, I love the soundtrack to all of those films, and I'm happy that that came up on my Spotify radio. Next question. Do you prefer iPhone or Android? I do prefer iPhone. And you know what? Before you come for me, the iPhones are streamlined. They're user-friendly. You know what? If you want a customizable piece of hardware, build your own computer. You don't need some Android to customize the heck out of. It's honestly, yeah. I have, a, I do have a lot of Apple products. I just like how they all sync up together. I like how they look. I like how they perform. Sue me, um, a basic B, but we embrace that around here. We embrace being basic. It's important for girls to love what they want to love. It's important to recognize that I think iPhones and the love of iPhones is often related to women and what they like and how that's ridiculed sometimes. And I think that that's actually why a lot of people hate on the iPhone. It's because it's related to something that a woman likes. It's related to that kind of basic aesthetic. But you know what? You go out, you know what? If you have an upgrade coming up or ha if you just want to go upgrade, go get that iPhone 13 and you rock it. You enjoy, you enjoy that cinematic mode. In any case, moving on. What is your favorite thing to do to de-stress? Well, of course we know that I love taking salt baths. 
I like to, you know, I do, I work a lot. I like to turn my brain off in my spare time. So that means a lot of YouTube vlogs, a lot of scrolling TikTok, a lot of reading. Speaking of reading, uh, I am further into Song of Achilles and I must say things have picked up and I'm really enjoying it. What is your ideal meal? Oh, that's interesting. What is my ideal meal? Probably like pasta or like nachos or something. I have a very junky palate. What do I do on the weekend? Also, when I say these questions, I will alternate between the, the what do I do or what do you do because I'm not consistent. <laughs> what do I like to do on the weekend? My weekends are sacred to me. So Saturdays, I will usually join my friend Melissa for a walk. Hello, Melissa, love you. If not, I will do like a little video workout. I will get some grocery shopping done, chores done. I usually like to go buy a little candle. I probably have like 10 candles in my house right now and it's just, it's a lot, but that's okay. Cause we love candles. We love basic things. Honestly, I don't do a ton and that's the point. I, I, th I find I'm grounded when I'm being busy, when I'm being active. So if I'm going out running errands, cleaning my home, visiting with my family, whatever. In the evenings, I will just relax, probably watch an old kind of 2000s movie. I really would like to sit down and watch Practical Magic this weekend. I almost watched the whole thing through once, but then I fell asleep. So we can't have that. We got to try it again. I did like what I saw of it though. Shout out to Nicole Kidman for playing witches all throughout her career. Love her. What is your favorite exercise? It used to be swimming, but I don't swim as much anymore. It's kind of, it gets a little dry. I like it maybe for like 20 minutes, but you have to book like 45 minute slots and that just gets, it just gets a little dry. Um, no pun intended. I like to be able to listen to something. So I, I really like to walk, do the little workout videos and yeah, just generally try to move around a lot, move my body a lot. I, I really like, I like fitness and I like exercising but I don't have a gym membership. I like to just move in private, I think. I don't know, I just, I like to be by myself when I do stuff like that. What is your favorite once in a blue moon snack? Well, I don't know about snack, and I don't know about once in a blue moon, but I can tell you, I make a mean apple crisp, and it's mean because it forces me to eat a bunch of it, and that's rude, frankly. What is your favorite time of year? I think we've established already that I am obsessed with the fall. Like, I love the summer and the spring is great. Like every season has its benefits, but the fall, there's just something about it. Uh, the leaves changing and kind of rustling in the breeze and there's an edge to the air, almost a smoky edge. People just enjoy themselves in the fall. You know, you get out, you go apple picking, or even if you just have a nice walk and just like enjoy the ambiance. Like I think fall is a time of shedding old skins and getting into some new routines and good habits. And you know, it's, it's school starting again. And there's just such a sense of hope thing. You know, the trees are dying and the winter's coming. Yes. And there, there's a lot of like endings in that sense, but it's hopeful in a sense. It's not melancholy. Next question. What is something that you're terrible at, but wish you could do well? Um, run. 
That's a terrible answer, but I'm terrible at running. I'm also terrible at cooking. Like I don't like to cook and I wish I was better at it and I wish I enjoyed it. Both things are really great for you, but I just don't enjoy them. What is a quality you admire the most in the person that you dislike the most? Now I won't disclose who this person is. And I wouldn't even say that this person is the person I dislike most, (laughs) but they are. And I, you know, just in case anybody is concerned that it's them, I haven't spoken to this person in a very long time, but I really admire their tenacity and determination. And I think it's gotten them pretty far in their life. Anyways, (laughs) next question. If you've had more than one job, what's which job taught you the most? I think one lesson that we all can take from any of our jobs is that it's always good to do your best. It's always good to strive to be, you know, the best version of yourself, I think. But at the end of the day, you have the most value to yourself. You can be very valuable to a company and do great things for them and you can be incredibly difficult to replace. But at the end of the day, you are so replaceable. And that's a harsh truth, but I think it's a lesson to us that if we know we're replaceable, I think it's important to try and find things that make you happy, that bring you value. Even if it's in your personal life, you have to kind of cultivate a rich personal life and do things that make you feel your best because it's not all about work. When you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be concerned about whether or not you got that report in or wrote that article or did whatever correctly. You're going to be concerned about the memories that you made. And it's so cliche and trite to say, really, I know. I'm rolling my eyes too. But I think it's important we all know that there is more to life than working yourself to the bone. Next question. What single event or decision do you think most affected the rest of your life? Was there a turning point in your life? Yes, let's discuss this. I am divorced. This happened about four and a half years ago. My ex-partner was a nice guy. We just weren't right for each other. You know, I hope he's doing well. I hope he's living his best life. But when this happened, it, I do believe, really changed the trajectory of my life. I wonder what life would be if I had stayed with this person. I don't think I would be as confident as I am now. I don't think I would be as happy, not because of them, but because kind of striking out on my own really forced me to cultivate a sense of purpose and self-worth and and self-reliance and resilience. And I think that in many different ways led me to my content writing career, which has then made me more confident to start projects like these, like this podcast. That decision was very pivotal for me. Oh, we're getting serious here. Gosh, I forgot how... um, deep these questions are. Is there something about you that people assume because of your appearance or demeanor? What is a trait or preference that you have that people don't expect you to have? Okay, well, this is really two questions. (laughs) I was feeling ambitious when I put this together. I didn't come up with these questions. I just sourced them from the internet. 
So I think people assume that I am aloof and standoffish, depending on the situation. I do have, quote, a resting bitch face. And this is just how my face is. Sometimes, no, I don't want to be approached. More than often than not, I'm in a great mood. I would love to be spoken to. A trait or preference that I have that people don't expect me to have Um, I'm very sentimental, very sentimental. I feel things very deeply. I'm very empathetic. And like it actually, I I can't watch movies for that reason. It's because I'm like a very hypersensitive individual. And I put myself into the shoes of the people, the characters that I'm watching, especially like dramas and war movies. And just like, I, I can't, I just can't. What is my ideal birthday? Not the date, but rather your ideal way to spend the day. Oh my goodness, just, you know, eating good food, drinking good drinks, hanging out with my family and my friends, maybe going out for a nice supper, getting home around eight and being able to kind of tuck in with a a good show or a movie. I'm, I'm an easy person to please. Oh my God. What is the closest you've ever come to dying? Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got to take a sip of wine for that one. I think about this at least like once every couple of months because it was that traumatizing. 10 years ago, I was in school and I was walking to school and it was the winter time. And, you know, in the winter, of course, the crosswalk areas and sidewalks, they become just encrusted with snow. And I kind of had to like climb on top of a snowbank by a crosswalk so I could actually just like even be on the crosswalk area and I had to sort of step in front of it so it was almost on the road so this was of course partially my fault but a city bus was coming down the street at the same time they were going very fast and there was a hair's distance between me and the side of that bus I truly think that in another reality, I died that day. Because after that happened, my life started changing pretty quick. And it wasn't even because I was like embracing life, but it was just a lot of stuff started kind of happening quickly. And I got out of a relationship that I was in that was not good for me uh, shortly after that event. So that that was interesting. It makes you think. Let's see. What is your least popular or most controversial opinion? Wow. And I hinted at this on Instagram the other day. I don't love Ross and Rachel as a couple. Of course, if you live under a rock, I'm talking about the show Friends, and I'm talking about the characters Ross and Rachel, who have a, suffice it to say, on and off again relationship. I, I like that they ended up together because you always like a good love story, but I just like don't love their relationship overall. Like when they were together in, I think it was season two. I think just Ross is a very misogynistic and whiny and just like crusty individual that makes everything about himself. And it's just like kind of smarmy, just like a smarmy individual. I don't like him. I, I don't think he ever had his friend's best interests at heart. For example, Joey. I think that Chandler really always looked out for Joey. Obviously, you know, Joey 
had his expenses paid for a lot of the time by Chandler. And generally they had a very much like, Chandler was sort of the older sibling and took care of Joey. I think Ross just tried to take advantage of him a lot of the time. There, You remember when uh, the episode where Chandler was trying to give Joey money, but didn't want to just give him money because he knew that Joey would just not appreciate that. And they came up with this like fake game that they were playing. And then Ross like figured it out and just like swindled Joey out of like a thousand dollars. Can you imagine like playing a game with your friend, like your closest friends that is a fake game that your opponent already knows is fake and you lose out on a thousand dollars, like a thousand dollars. Like anyway, I digress. What I mean to say is I just don't love Ross and Rachel together. I think that they were very toxic in the real world. You know, if you're a friend group and you have a couple that not only just like in general fights as much as they did, but had like a huge blowout breakup for hours and hours in the middle of the night, that would tear apart any friendship group. And I think it's just... I don't know how you, I don't, like, it's it's just unrealistic. I don't know how they came back from that. I, I For me, if I had to see all that go down, like if I was an outsider looking in, I, I wouldn't want to be around them. I wouldn't want to be around such a toxic couple that was always just like playing little games and nonsense with each other. No, thank you. Are you currently pursuing what makes you happy? Why or why not? I am pursuing what makes me happy. Doing this podcast makes me happy. Who knows what will come of it. Running the Instagram account also makes me happy. It is a lot of hard work, but I I like social media. The content writing also makes me happy. It's going really well, and I just can't wait to see how it unfolds. Who knows? What small and significant thing gives you joy? Like really cute water bottles, but not just cute, good water bottles, like the Thermoflask from Costco. Maybe they're not gonna win any awards, but you know, they keep my water cold and I just love the look of them. Next question, when you're sick, what are some things you eat, drink, or watch to be comfortable? When I'm sick, I like to watch Pride and Prejudice, either version. I also like to watch, um, you know, Gilmore Girls or, oh, and don't get me started on Gilmore Girls. I could preach for days on how Rory is the worst character to come out of that show. I digress. I still like it though. It's fall vibes. It's a great show. And uh, I like to drink, you know, peppermint tea or, and I like to eat soup. I'm pretty standard when it comes to my sickness comforts and that looks like the end of our questions and i hope you learned something about me that was probably you know absolutely useless and i am feeling pretty good about the recording schedule feeling pretty good about the podcast overall i'm really enjoying myself and i hope that you're enjoying it too Again, this one will be a little longer. After I edit it, I imagine it'll be kind of at least over a half an hour. But I think next week, talk about either nutrition and fitness and kind of going deeper into my eating routine and what I eat in a day, that sort of thing. Or I might discuss friendship breakups. We'll have to see. In any case... 
Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful week, and thanks for listening to Tea on the Rocks.